Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Did I Make That Up? Um, today I'm so excited because I have a very special guest. I have Sarah from And What Did We Learn podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to dish about Jersey Thank you Shore, so much for coming on. <laughs> it's always a million times better to actually talk with someone because it's such an iconic show with like so many iconic moments. Right. And the conversation about it just elicits so much when you talk about it. I actually watched uh, the first episode that we're going to talk about with my boyfriend. Which was it his... was weirdly endearing, even though I do hate Sammy. <laughs> yeah, we um, hate Sammy on Sammy this aside. podcast, for um, sure. Yeah, Sammy's the fucking worst, and I have a lot of anecdotes about the Sammy in my life, or the Sammy I used to have in my life, but... Um, yeah, Jersey Shore, it's not just iconic, but it's like, there's just something about it that makes you want to what you live so heavily vicariously through these people. And, you know, the way that they bond so quickly, and then suddenly Snooki is like going around, we're yeah. family, we're family, you know, you by that point, you feel that way. Yourself yeah, exactly. For me, it was perfect, um, because it came out right so. when I was like legal age to start like going out and stuff so it was like the perfect show for that time because totally watch it on Thursdays and then get pumped (laughs) it would like make you get excited to go out for the Friday you know yeah and you and you were still at least for me I was still ahead of most of my terrible mistakes so I was like yeah woo, gonna go just live my life no I totally agree with you and it's very nostalgic for me because I had just it was after I had transferred back to California. So I, I live in America. I live in California in, uh, well, currently, like, just north of San Francisco. But I grew up in, it's not that interesting, but I grew up in like, 70 miles south of San Francisco. So the suburbs. And I had this whole idea, I'm going to go to New York for college forever. And I did. Um, but it was on, I ended up going to this liberal arts college called Wagner on Staten Island, which in and of itself is a great school, but it's very small. And like, if, if you feel culture shock watching Jersey Shore, <laughs> just imagine, because Staten Island is the same fucking thing as New Jersey. Okay, man. It's just water in between the two. So it was a big culture. Have shock you watched the anyways, show um, Families of the Mafia or uh, Made in Staten Island? Okay, so yeah, so they read it. They, yet, they, they I, I remember watching it as Families of the Mafia, but it was the same like footage or whatever, and uh, it was only like it was only like six episodes. But true. Families of the Mafia was so fucking good. I loved it. It was like Karen Gravano or whatever from Ooh, Mob Wives. It was like her daughter was like the main character. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Ooh, maybe we have to do that for my podcast fuck yeah I'm start down. a list so we're gonna do to like a super size episode today <laughs> because we're gonna do two episodes because why why the fuck not you know what I mean yeah well and they go they go so well together it's sort of like they they're pretty seamless I mean I know there's before and after scenes in every episode but when Kyler my boyfriend and I were watching this we were like maybe it's just because we haven't watched the show in a while, but I feel like this point in the show is pretty iconic because it's where, it's where like so much is boiling up between yeah. different elements. And we start to really see true colors. So it's sort of like impossible not to keep watching. I had to stop myself from keep from keep going further at this point because I knew I was going to start talking about the wrong, <laughs> the wrong things. So I just tried to stay in the moment that I was meant to be in. Um, but what year is this? Is it like 2011? Um, 20, 2010, or I think. Yeah. 2010, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, what I was going to say is um, when I was back in California, I had to move back home at first when I transferred, which sucked. Not because of my parents, they're great, but just because, like, whatever, you're in college and you're, like, trying to, or you're that age and you're trying to have a life. So I moved out into, like, the nearest city. And I actually found, like, a really awesome roommate who was male, but he was, like, not gay, but not straight. I don't know. Asexual. I don't know. It was non-threatening. So we just had like the best. We just had the best time together, and we would watch Jersey Shore, like you said, constantly. And then we would go like get drunk and take the light rail downtown, and just yeah. Every single person I know that like loves this um, show has like um like so many great like memories with it. So 
absolutely. That's the thing. It resonates with you. You don't watch it and just move on, right? It's not like junk food. It's like junk food that you really love yeah, and exactly. have nostalgia for. <laughs> so the first... Oh, go on. Anyways. Oh, no, I was just... <laughs> okay. Shut up so you could talk. So the about first episode, episode we're doing is number six, Boardwalk Low Ups, and it starts out where the last episode ended, mm-hmm. which is, um, you know, Vinny mm-hmm. realizes that he stole Danny the boss's girl. So he's uh, Danny is so, is so awkward, awkward too. and so the episode <laughs> starts off with Vinny telling Ronnie, like, "It's nice to know you because I think I'm gonna get evicted," and it was just like funny. And then, yep. And it's it's funny too because Danny actually says like, "All right, so you're gonna get your stuff out by by tonight." And he for a second, <laughs> Vinny's like, "What?" <laughs> uh, then we get it's pretty the good. first ever gym tan laundry. Um, That's right. I couldn't believe how far into the show this actually was because I, you know, we all associate it with Jersey Shore, but it's see, it's episode six, and it's Vinny going like. Uh, what did he say? He said, those guys are robots. That's how you make the Guidos by GTL. It's like, those yeah, it's fun. It's funny because <laughs> they kind of like Which start overdoing it, obviously, because it became such like a catchy thing that they were just for sure. I have sweatpants that say Jim Tan Laundry on them. OK, so it's it's like <laughs> I'm jealous. I want that. Like, to be totally, completely honest with you, that's not far off from my weekend routine, except obviously no one could go to a gym right now, so it's like swim Oh, your gyms, your gyms aren't open there in Cali? The They're open beach. here. Um, not really. Well, so to be honest with you, the only thing I hate working out, like most humans, um, so I like to either, work, like, exercise outside, like, just by walking, <laughs> or I like to swim. And so the gym reopened, but of course the pools haven't reopened. And I understand that um, because that's like an easy way to contaminate, but it just sucks. So, but I'm also really spoiled because I live in the Bay Area. And so I, now I've just adapted to swimming in the ocean. So I do tan most days. It's freezing here right now. Yes. It's freezing. Um, so yeah, Vinny is like, I don't follow those rules at all. Maybe if it was like basketball pool beach, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Which I agree with because he's, I don't know. The thing about Vinny to me is that he can be crappy, but I still. Vinny's kind of like the anti-Guido. I don't know about you. He totally is. He's like the nice, like he's like the funny kid from school that was also like hot. You know what I mean? He reminds me a lot of my first boyfriend, <laughs> to be honest. I don't really <laughs> my, think that he's hot. I had a, when Ooh. I, w- when the show came out and I was watching it with my girlfriend, she was I like, like obsessed with why. him. She thought he was like the hottest. I don't know. I don't really think any of them are hot, to be honest. It's a vibe. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. I, but I would contend that with me, it's a vibe. <laughs> it's maybe like an attitude and like a cuteness. Um, although I don't enjoy how he's so proud of like that stereo the italian stereotype of like yeah my mom doesn't i hate the mama boy you know, like, thing just, and ooh. we'll get into it later because i have a lot to say about that it's so creepy. um vinny's okay, at work in the next <laughs> scene with danny like you just said and danny's like you know are you able mm-hmm. to get your stuff out tonight and they're just joking and then um and Vinny's talking head. He's like, normally I don't care about stealing other people's girls, but with this one, I don't want it to like snowball into other problems. So. Well, and the thing about Vinny too is like, how much does he care about the girl, right? Like he's just floating around. It, it's such a game for him, like, which is why I'm saying, I don't know why I always crushed on him. And even now watching it, I'm like, Vinny. But like, he's just, he's that guy that you think likes you, but, you know, he's just going to be like... I know, even now, him and Paul... Well, Paulie's just turned, what, 40 years old, and Vinny's in his early 30s now, and they're still, to this day, like, I'm not ready to settle down. Like, they're they're milking this as long as they possibly can, getting different girls all the time. I... And it's sort of like... I don't even know if it's a happiness thing. Or if it's just a habit. I think it's a habit. Well, well, I have different 
opinions about Polly D than I do about Vinny, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, that's, it gets annoying once you're in your thirties and you're like, I never want to have a relationship. It's sort of just like, well then what, like, I understand if you're not looking for a relationship, but mm-hmm. to be like, I'm never going to have one is just, it's, it's like pathological. <laughs> so, um, the next scene, the duck phone rings, Vinny answers it and it's, uh, Mike's sister, Melissa. The very first time we see Melissa. her. Melissa. She's a cute girl on the they're phone. They're like flirting a little this? bit. Um, the situation comes home right. and Vinny tells her that she called or whatever. And then I noticed in the scene that Tom, Jay Wow's boyfriend, was there again. And in the epi- couple episodes before, he's like, I'm never visiting there again. I'm never coming up there again. And he did. So. Right. They got over that. Right. Cameras. <laughs> um, I loved. Honestly, I was very charmed by the situation's response because he wasn't like, oh, it's my sister. He eventually gets that way. But not really. He, I wrote it down. I wrote, what I wrote was, Vinny wants to fuck everything. <laughs> situation sister, Melissa, he says she's a cute girl on the phone. And I wrote, what does that mean? <laughs> cute girl on the phone. And then situation walks in. And he's like, look at this candy smile. He's about to meet my sister. Like, he's just sort of just, like, beyond, uh, like, beside himself. Like, all right, I guess. I don't know. But my favorite part is, I don't want to skip over anything, but the, <laughs> that she shows up and Vinny's just Mike like, with ah! a wig. She does, like Mike. though. And um, Mike with a wig. The, the other she two does. brothers, too, look exactly, they all look exactly the same. They were on um, Marriage Boot Camp Isn't together. When- they were on the same season as uh, Farrah and Deb. <laughs> And uh, yeah, they all oh, they all look exactly alike. So she she does look like him with a wig. Then he wasn't wrong. And I love that. Absolutely. I mean, she is attractive, but you put her next to Mike, and like she looks like Mike. But also, her accent is pretty grating. Um, <laughs> I wrote down she looked him. like um, uh, a mix of also- Ashley Simpson. And then I don't know if you know who the singer Lights is. She's like a Canadian singer, so I don't know if you would know her, but she looks like a mix of the two of them. I don't. Yeah, she's very she's very tiny, um, but I like. How <laughs> I told you I was pretty. <laughs> Mike is really fucking funny. I will see. Give that's him the thing. That. That's the thing about Mike. That's the thing about Mike is like you can't really like at the end of the day you can't get mad at him because it's it sort of feels like his intentions are never terrible. He's just he's funny slash. Yeah, he he did an interview with TMZ not too long ago, and he was saying that he came on the show like kind of knowing he wanted to be the villain a little bit because he wanted to be like get a lot of screen time and be like the popular character, which is smart. Sure. And then he said that he kind of based his um his personality off like The Rock, like the wrestler The Rock. And I was like, I can see that a lot. That makes so much sense. <laughs> yes. And also, who else is lovable in this Exactly. Society? The fucking rock. <laughs> like, at least, you know. Um, wow, that's so smart. I know. Look at him being smart. So they're all, okay. they're all going to the club headliner. <laughs> and Melissa's there with, like, Mike's friend, whatever. They're all, like, dancing, having a good time. But Ron and Sam are, like, you know, by themselves, not really with anyone. Uh, yeah, Snooki in her talking head tells us, like, it bugs her that they're like that because they only have a few weeks left together. And then Ron and Sam, yeah, we're like a family. And then Ron Ron and Sam get into the car and they head home, aka they get in a producer car because that's not a taxi. It was just like a van. Right. And then, and then even in Polly D has a talking head where he says, every time we go out, I see them for the first drink and then they go home. And Sammy says, I'm not a big drinker, which I'm like, um, just because you go home and get drunk doesn't yeah. mean you're not a big drinker. It's like every time, by the end of the night, she's always wasted. She's usually crying and making drama, I know, drama, but she's but not she's a big wasted. drinker. Uh, um, gonna... No, not at all, guys, not at all. It's just one drink, she says. So Vinny and Melissa are flirting. Vinny tells us that the personality was growing on him and Mike's look started fading away. 
And uh, Snooki sees her friend Mike at the club. She's that like, he's looking funny. good, so she's dancing with him. Watching, watching this, I totally I forgot how many fucking guys she ends up like dealing with through the whole. But de- exactly, dealing with is the best term because like it never works out. It usually, no, it doesn't work out. Like in the, I'm skipping ahead, but in the second episode, there's a point where she's like, "Sex? I don't know why. I wanted to." It's like, oh, Smokey. But yeah, she does have to deal with a lot of random guys. And Mike, Mike is the one that she was like, "I, I want to go home. You don't want to go to the next club, do you?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he just like leaves her. So fucking. She goes, "That was a test." So this is like the icon, one of like one of my favorite all time Jersey Shore scenes. Ron and Sam in the cab ride home. So Ron, er, Ron's in like the middle kind of seat and Sam's toe. in the very back seat, but she's facing the back of the car. She's not even like sitting properly. Ron's, Ron's telling her, please don't get the spins no. on me because she kind of like just has her head forward and her hands in her lap. They're just like teasing each other back and forth. Ron's like, you're sitting like a baby. You look like a baby in a baby seat. And then she goes, shut up, you stumpy bastard. <laughs> Ron's like, you're a stumpy bastard, too. She's like, did you really just call me a stumpy bastard? And then she gets all mad. Like, he's just saying the same thing. No, because he says, he, he says. Yeah, uh, and then that's, and and then that's where he says tops. it to her. And it becomes he's like, all with your about big the Flintstone, Flintstone toe, toe, with your doorstop big toe. And then she goes, thanks. And then she just goes quiet. And then Ronnie's face here is fucking iconic. I'm going to like get towel. a screenshot of it. He just slowly turns his head and like <laughs> looks at it. He's like, oh, fuck. You know what I noticed really going back and rewatching this is that as much as I hated Ronnie and as shitty as he does ultimately become, there are a lot of moments where he really didn't mean to start something. And he's like, what? Dramatic. Sammy is so like dramatic yeah and just really really anxious to fight because that's the only way she knows how to get attention is to fight and have someone apologize yep, to her. i agree with you I don't know. and then he's just like whatever you're just like every other jersey girl which which is like his ammo that's like he he that's the thing he says to her that he knows is gonna really piss her off i feel right and then yeah, it's just pejorative. It's like, oh, you don't matter. That's what he does. It's, that's what uh, most abusers do. It's like, oh, you don't actually yeah. matter. You're not special. But regardless of the fact that he does end up being abusive, she's 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 next <laughs> level. Like, like I said in the last episode, like when um, well, Mike was clean, Mike cooked for everyone, and then she's like, I didn't ask you to cook for me, and she refused to help clean up. It's like, I don't understand how Ron possibly watched that footage back and was like, this is gonna be my my longtime girlfriend. Like, This is the lady for me. Especially him, that personality with a woman who's like, he didn't ask you to marry me. Or I remember in, like, season three when they get into that really, really, really bad fight where he throws all her stuff off the balcony. And he, he even says to her, I've had girls window. cooking dinner for me. I've been with you for three years. How many times have you cooked for me? None, you stupid, spoiled bitch. Because she's, she's a lump. She doesn't even have a personality. That's the thing about Sammy. It's like, what are what. What are she's like the type of girl like, that honestly, feels like right now, what are you yeah she's like the type of girl that sour. feels like she doesn't need a personality because she's so pretty like guys just like her because she's pretty like she doesn't need a personality. And that's all that matters. She uh, 1000% is the person, like the friend that I had at the end of high school and like through the beginning of college. And she was dealing with the same kind of drama with her boyfriend. And I was too young to be able to to understand that I could be like, I need some fucking boundaries. (laughs) But I just ended up being her like lackey, I guess, for lack of a better term. And I swear, watching Sammy now, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. This was my life. Just those face, those expressions of just, like, those eye rolls of, like, oh god, everyone is disgusting. amazing. It's just, I can't. So, don't don't be sorry, we're here to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, meanwhile, everyone else (laughs) is, uh, they're leaving Headliner to go home, and here's the funny scene where 
they're all like, we're not, some of the guys are like, we're not ready to go home. We're going to go to Karma. Mike's like, look, Karma's bumping. Like, let's go there. And so he's like, if you want to go, if you want to meet girls, yeah. go ahead. She goes, he jumped out of the car like it was on fire. <laughs> I know, Snooky. <laughs> yeah, I'm turning lesbian. Like <laughs> That's it. So That's it. back at the house, Ronnie's just like barbecuing and Sammy's just like outside with him with her head in her hands. Like, well, the only thing that would have made that clip better is if she just like started so. peeking everywhere. <laughs> Because that's what it like looked like she was going to do. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Except she's trying to work yeah. some crocodile tears. Uh, it's all about this stupid foot thing. Like, a man will never talk to me like that again. Never again. A man will never talk to me like that. Like, yeah. So she, she's upstairs like, laying really? in her bed and Snooki comes something? up and Snooki's like asking her what's wrong. And she's like... I hate when people talk about me. Like, I can't help the way I look. He said, you have a Fred Flintstone tone. Even Snooki's like, are you really pissed off about that? And she's like, that's the worst thing you could possibly do. Right. Like, that's really, Sam, that's the worst thing. Like, <laughs> I wrote, like, if only she knew how bad things were going to get with him, she would have never said anything like that. Seriously. And I feel so bad for Snooky here. Right. Yeah, yeah, I feel so bad for really Snooky here, though, because Snooky's obviously dying to get a boyfriend, dying to get any guy that likes her half as much as Ron likes Sam, and the fact that Sam's, like, getting mad over the stupidest shit. Like, Snooky would hear that and, like, die laughing. You know what I mean? Like... Well, I think that's why she's so annoyed that they're always off doing their own thing. It's not that you're off doing your own thing. It's that you do your own thing and then we all have to fucking live with it and deal with it and be a part of it. And can you just not? I think that's probably, you know, the basis of that frustration. It's like, this is all. Yeah, for sure. I would be super annoyed, especially because everyone else is there to have fun and be single and... Just to have fun and party, and then you have to hear this couple bitching at each other all the time. Like, who wants to hear that? Nobody. And it's like, and then as you said, it culminates with him like throwing a bed out the window. I mean, it's not some casual arguing. And again, I relate because that is exactly how that friend was when I was, like, around. And it wasn't like she was being abused. It was just the most obnoxious shit ever. They would get in a fight about, like, I don't know, like, what size her pants were or something. Like, he'd acknowledge what size pants she wore, and then she'd be with him for a week. Shit like that. And then Ronnie comes in, and he looks at Snooki, and he's like, listen, for a girl, like, I've done everything for And then Sam just, like, pops up out of her bed, and she's like... I can't help the way I look. Like, that bothered me. Snooki's just like, fuck this, leaves the room. And they're just... Like, it actually yeah. has to do with how you And then like back at Karma, Mike meets up with Alex, the same brunette girl that he was with a couple episodes before. He invites her oh, back to the house. Yes. Um, and in his talking head, he does emphasize he invited one girl back. One. Which is important to know for later in the episode. Not. But I love it because yes. um, after she agrees to come back and she's like, oh, just let me go like get my stuff from my girl's car or whatever. He turns and he like gives the camera a smile. He like looks directly into the camera and smiles, which I love. <laughs> yes. Very coy as usual. Yeah, yeah, she brings her friends and then it's just shit show. A huge. This is an episode that I totally wish the fourth it's... wall was broken for. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's about it. there's like, so really many like there. now like, that why? reality TV almost all of it for the most part is fourth wall broken. I like back in these days I yes. so wish like ugh. I so wish the fourth wall was broken for this show. All the people, yeah, especially because of, like, all the people that visit this house and their various, like, predicaments and stories and reasons for being there. Like, a lot, actually a lot of that comes up in the next episode, so I'm not gonna get ahead of myself, but I agree with you. Like, there, there is so much more there to dive, to figure out. But yeah, they just yeah. turn into a brawl. It's like, 
these girls weren't invited and then they're offended and then they start just attacking Snooky and oh. poor Snooky gets hit again even though she got punched in the face in the last episode. So it's terrible. Ron and Sam are still fighting. Ron's like, I never called you lame. I never said I didn't care. Um, those words came out of your mouth, which is true. He's not wrong. And then um, yep. he's like, if, if I didn't care about her, I'd be out finding another creature to bring home, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And then he just ends up saying, like, fuck it. So he goes back downstairs, and Vinny and Polly are in the kitchen, and he's like, I'm back. And then they're like, oh, shit. And then, um, yeah, he's in, Ronnie's in full creep Ronnie's mode. Ronnie's in creep so mode. Let's, yeah, go. let's go. Out. So then Polly and Ronnie end up leaving Polly. to go creep on girls at Karma. <laughs> Classy. Yeah, Sam comes downstairs and she's like, where did he go? And then... I was going to talk to him after he... he, Like, she's so annoying because he full out came upstairs to apologize to her. And then and then she kicked him out. So then he's and like, fuck you. Out. And then now all of a sudden you want to go when, when you know he's yeah. about to like... No, it's classic. It's classic. She waits for him to leave so she can be like, I was going to go talk to him. <laughs> Like it's it's a it's just Ugh. so obvious. It's like um, it's like when you're like dating a guy. I don't know if you've had this experience, and he's like, "Oh, what are da 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 da? How's it going?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go do this one thing tomorrow or tonight." And he'll be like, and then he's like, "Oh shoot, I was gonna ask you to hang out, but now that I know you're busy, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like a way to get credit." Or something without actually doing yeah, it. Yeah, for it's sure. Just, she like asked Snooky and Melissa, who are in the kitchen, where they went. Melissa's like, I think he went to Karma, and then I don't know. She's probably like I would be upset though if I was in her position though because she can't even like go to Karma to try to find him because she's already like in her sweatpants, like took her contacts out. She has her hair extensions in her hand. Wasted. Yeah, you can't go. She's back. like, she's her not. W- once you, once you put, take your contacts and your hair extensions out, like you're, you're done for the. Yeah, well, especially you're, if you're, you're like done drunk. for the night. You're not going back yeah, out after that. Absolutely. And no, you're probably gonna fall asleep with food yeah. and or drink in your hand, and then, that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like she's like, if he doesn't point. bring a bitch home, let me know. Oh, my God. I wrote down, for whatever reason, I needed to point out that Ronnie says bro every other word. Except sometimes <laughs> yeah, he does say bro, like, <laughs> too much. Yeah, he's, like, when he's talking to Polly, he's like, yeah. yeah, bro, like, what did I do to her, bro? What, bro? And then I feel so bad for Polly, because Polly's just like, yep. <laughs> this is exactly what I wrote. I wrote, Polly D is such a great foil for all of these crazy people. He And I remember talking to my roommate about this at the time. It was just like, Polly G... Polly G. Polly D is just like for a lot of the time just really like chill and just there and having a good time. <laughs> Everybody else is like I know. Ah! on fire. <laughs> Polly's just like I, don't I know, know he's like going off go to him and Polly's like yeah 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 like he <laughs> like he literally doesn't <laughs> he literally like right doesn't know what else to <laughs> That's exactly. That's exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so, like, I can't wait till we get to him meeting. Yeah. So um, basically, nothing happens here um, except for uh, Ronnie. Polly's like, Polly basically says to him, like, you're you're gonna make up with her anyways. Ronnie's like, I know. So he goes home to make up with her. He goes back to the room and he's like, Sam, like, I made fun of your big toe. And she's like, that's, I have this meme on my Instagram, actually. He goes, I made fun of your big toe. And she's like, that's no joke. Like, that's personal (laughs) issues to me. And he's like, I'll suck on your big toe right now. I don't give a shit. (laughs) And how is your toe big issues? Like, is that really something you brought up with your boyfriend? Well, she's obviously not that insecure because she wears flip flops literally in every single scene. She doesn't care. She just wanted attention. Like, literally in every attention. single scene, she wears you flip-flops. So, like, attention. you're obviously not that insecure about your feet, you know? They all do, yeah. It's the freaking it's the shua. Yeah. They're all wearing sandals. Um, and then, uh, oh, yeah, Mike 
Yeah, so uh, Holly, Snooky's mic, and Mike, the situation all come home. And Snooky's Mike sits down with her. He's like, Mike, I love Mike. I love Polly, too. Them are my boys. And then Snooky's like, well, if you love them so much, why don't you marry them? Oh. <laughs> and then... Eh, classic. And then he's like, you told me to go. And she goes, that was a test, <laughs> you jerk off. <laughs> so Alex... <laughs> she tells him to lick her ass. Sorry. Yeah, she does. That's just the best part. So Alex, um, the dark-haired girl, and then Barbara, her friend Bar. I love. I always just remember that name because her name's Barbara. Obviously, Barbara Babs. They come to the house, and they're and then um, they're with a where they're with a third friend. These hippos. They're with a third, very very uh, large friend. I'm, I'm not, not calling her a hippo, just to be clear. I don't body. No, it's in the. It's it's 2010. A, a lot of things are in the dialogue. It's all, it's all good. Um, and then they're doing the exactly. Mike, like the annoying, whatever. Mike sees the girls and he's mm-hmm. like surprised that she brought two friends with her because he only invited the one girl. And then. Um, right. That's such a thing, though. That, that was such a thing. It was like. I'm going to go, but I'm going to bring my friends. And it's always, like, the worst friend, the one that doesn't want to be there and, like, is jealous yeah. that their friend found a guy. <laughs> so he goes back to tell... Classic. They're, like, all outside smoking or whatever, and he runs back to tell Polly, Snooky, and Snooky's friend Mike. They're all out there, and he's, like, he's like, man, like, there's one grenade launcher, one grenade, and then, like, one cute girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I don't... What is a grenade launcher? What does that technically mean? Like, she's not I as don't ugly fucking as a know, grenade. But it's just... <laughs> or is she worse? I don't know. Like, I don't get it grenade, either. I don't know. I want to know. See? This is like what you're saying. We but he's basically one. like, I only want the one girl here. And it's like, he's like smoking her cigarette. She's like, I'll kick them out. Yeah. Like... I don't care. She's like, she's like, I, she's like, I don't really want. She's like, I don't but really want girls so in my house anyway. So like, I don't mind kicking them out. And then she asks him. She's like, Will yeah. I know which girl is cute? And he's like, Oh, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh, like yeah. ready for a fight. It's pretty wild. I, I just, as somebody that has handled alcohol poorly many times in my life, I don't tend towards like fighting. Like, I'll fight, I'll cry, and I'll be like, why don't you like me? But I won't, like, you know, like, get out and, like, yeah, I agree. fisticuffs I agree. or whatever, so. I, I agree, that's and that's my thing, so Snooki tells the girls they have to leave, and she's not even rude about it. She's like, listen, like, you guys need to go, we, we don't want no. people here, you can stay, but you guys have to go, I'm sorry. Like, she wasn't even, like, get the fuck out of my house like Angelina would have done. She's literally just like. No. Yeah, oh, and that's and I agree yeah. with you because I don't get that either. <sighs> if I was in someone's house and they were like, "Listen, like you can't be here," I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Like I would be apologizing to them and being, I'd like, be "I'm sorry for being yes. here." Yes, I'd be like, "I'm yeah, so exactly. embarrassed." <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I wrote Snooky, you. I love you, but you need to learn to say I don't want to be involved. <laughs> but of course, this yeah, is exactly. pre boundaries for everybody, right? <laughs> exactly so the alex girls like really and she's like all pissed off that her friends can't stay like i get it but if you're really that pissed off then what shouldn't you just be like all right well then i don't want to be here without like i don't feel comfortable here without my friends so i'm gonna leave too like that's all you have to say like you don't have to be like fuck you i don't know maybe they just wanted to be famous the cameras were there who knows but she's like good night girlfriend and then as they're leaving, the the one girl goes, nasty ass bitch. I know. And Snooky in the talking head is yeah, like, she's, she's like, fucking hippo. She goes up to the girl. She's like, excuse me, if you have something to say, especially in my fucking house, like, what did you just say? And then as that happens, and then the girls kind of come back to confront her, this is why I wish the fourth wall was broken, because you see, like... A woman in like her 30s, 40s, maybe with a black T-shirt and she runs back behind the camera really quick. So I was like, producer. Mm. Oh, yes. I always wonder about that shit. Oh, that just happened. What were we watching? We were watching a. Was it a food show? 
But that happened. They were in, like, the... It was um, Supermarket Stakeout on Food Network, which is, like, not super dramatic. But, you know, the cameramen are all over the place, and they're kind of going through the aisles, and normally you just see people, and if they're blurred out, they're blurred out. But there's just this one guy that just dives to the floor when he sees the camera. And I was like, what was that about? It's kind of kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's like, what, what's the story here? How did this happen? And who's really involved? And how involved are yeah. the producers? Yeah, absolutely. That is so interesting and, and yeah. so well hidden. And then like, uh, the Barbara girl steps up to her. Mike's, Mike's kind of holding on to her. And then she throws her drink at Snooki. Snooki throws her drink back at her. They're just, like, going at each other. Mike's trying to hold these girls back. Snooki's Mike is trying to hold her back. Def, obviously not a fair fight because it's Snooki between these three freaking girls. And then um, Polly's, like, there. And then the one girl just keeps saying, I'll rock your world, bitch, you little ass bitch. I'll rock your world, bitch. Which is, like, a really sexual I know. If I was, like in a fight and going to like fight somebody i don't think i would use that i'll rock your world bitch i'll rock your I, world. whatever um <laughs> i don't yeah that's that's quite a tagline yeah. um speaking of the rock <laughs> i well i um i liked that after all this happened snooki is just like learn how to bring home a nice girl yeah so have to do that <laughs> She's she's funny because she she does have this protective instinct where like she really does uh I don't think she seeks drama but I think she seeks approval and and being helpful like she's that type of person mm-hmm. and that's the Me type too. of person that I am so I totally get it. I relate to Snooky because it's like I just want love and also I want to help everybody, but then things go awry and people get mad at me. Me too, for like, sure. I'm, I'm the type of person that pretty much does anything my friends tell me or ask me to do because I don't want them to be mad at me or like I'm the same way the bi- the bigger girl yeah. oh go on yeah Sorry. I just did like I... yeah oh I was just gonna say I literally just did a whole therapy course in codependency not drug related codependency although I do need to deal with that because I have because of some loved ones but it was just generalized codependency, and it's essentially that, like, feeling like you have to please everybody else or you're not okay. So I, I, I watch Snooki, and I'm like, she just has such a big heart, and she's so such a super feeler. Like, she just cares about everybody around her. Yeah, but it for gets sure. Construed. But in the past. Until she I mean, became the star yeah, of the show. Then she's like, fuck everybody else. I don't need you guys. I know. Now she's exactly. like, oh, right, I'm the best one. <laughs> Great. Everyone recognizes that I'm the best one. Thanks. It's like her in the situation. For sure. Are the most famous ones. The girl with the blue shirt, Uh, though, in this fight, the bigger girl that wasn't in the previous mm -hmm. uh, episode, she got a couple really good hits in on Snooki. I rewound and watched this fight a couple times. I love watching reality TV fights, physical fights. It's like a sick thing of mine. Um (laughs) it's it's, it's real, so real it's, and it's kind of she got a couple really good fucking hits on her and i've it made me feel so bad i'm like ugh, especially because she just got punched in the face literally like two nights before that and then i can't i can't picture it <laughs> i can't picture dealing with all that but then i think back to my past and it's like there weren't cameras but yeah, I mean, some really wild nights definitely happened. Thankfully, I never, you know, got punched yeah. by a girl in the face. But um, when this, when the, f- uh, but yeah, I agree with you. It was really. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say it was really. Um, I don't. I don't know. Violent. Yeah, it was. If it, it was fucked up, it was. It was a really bad fight. But when the fight's yeah. like over, they show like a camera view from the top, and the Alex girl and Mike are like talking again, like uh-huh. from the bottom. But then all of a sudden you see like security kick oh them out. God. I'm assuming that's just like MTV security that's always there. And then there's like, like I said, this right. is why I really yeah. wish the fourth wall was broken because there's so many little things I noticed rewatching this again. Um, for example, Wow's on the porch all of a sudden mm-hmm. and she's going insane trying to get out and Tom's holding her there. And then S- Sam's all of a sudden on yeah, the porch yelling off the porch, go home, this. you don't belong here. 
Like, mm-hmm. where did they come from? It didn't show them coming out. You know what I mean? They're just there all of a sudden. And how long was this happening? Yeah, and how long was this happening if they are just popping Yeah, like, and, so and, much and, more know? must have gone down that they just edited out to made it, make it look like it was about something. Like, more must have happened. And then, yeah, and then... Um, you're right. <laughs> so Sammy's like... Yeah. Girl gets arrested. Yeah, yeah. So she, Sammy is so that Barbara girl's like yelling. Her and Sammy are yelling because Sammy's like yelling off the balcony, like "Go home, you don't belong here. You don't even look Italian." And then that Barbara girl's like, "Yo, I'll beat you up." And the cops, there's like a cop literally just standing there, and she's like yelling beside him, and the cop like doesn't even care. He's just like, "What do I have to deal with?" You know what I mean? <laughs> but but yeah, the Alex girl all Why of a sudden we see like a clip here? of her and she like is on the porch and her head's in her lap and she just like tumbles over and then we see her like getting arrested. And oh, then Jesus. um so I wanna know what like really happened. Like did she like I just wanna know what really happened there, but the garbage truck goes by and Vinny goes, Yo, your ride's here <laughs> And it totally reminded me yeah, it totally reminded me of, um, you know, that scene in Teen Mom OG when Amber gives Matt the lie detector test and then she's like, you're trash. And then the garbage <laughs> thing goes by. <laughs> it totally gave me like flashbacks from that. Well, I loved it. For me, it felt like a callback to um, when they started calling it yeah. Staten Island Dump. <laughs> Which isn't okay, but, like, it just reminded me of that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Which is funny, because Vinny's from Staten, but whatever. Uh, yeah. It's... That was... And so this is kind of the the part, the beginning of Snooki's, like... Well, not the beginning, but the culmination mm-hmm. of Snooki's anger with Mike at this point. She's like, I fucking hate him. Um, she hits him with a blow-up toy... And he picks her up, and he's like, ha, 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 you know, da, 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 da. But she's obviously um, harbor- harboring some some resentment there that's going to I'm wondering <laughs> if that she had a little bit of a thing for him earlier in the seasons, just because um, they were be in surprised. the hot tub with Ryder I, in that yeah. episode, and her and Mike ended up making out. Remember, she, like, grabbed his face. Right. So I'm wondering if yeah. it's, like, that mixed with him just yeah. being a douchebag and then, like, she's like she said to him, like, I just fought two girls that I don't even care about because I was trying to be nice, like, help out my roommate. For you. Yeah. That's a really good point. Like, why does she care? Why does she try? God, that's a really good point. Like, if it isn't just that she wants to please everybody, maybe it is that she has some feelings for him. I could see yeah. that. I could absolutely see that. So, do you have anything else to say about the fight? Um, just that that girl really went for it. The was it the Barbara girl and she, wh- whomever was the one that like dove at Snooky. Uh, the girl with the blue was, shirt, like, almost completely. Yeah, off. her shirt she, was like all the way yes, up, and she, she like no fucks she, given. It was bad news. Yeah, she she did not give a fuck. I, I wrote that. I was like, wow, her shirt's like off, and she does not give a fuck. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I have anything else. to Yeah. Say. Um, so it's the next morning, I guess, and uh, Vinny's parents are coming over. So Vinny's like cleaning up the house or whatever. He's like, I don't want, to, I don't want my mom to see how I'm living here. And Jay Wow's like laying in bed all hungover, like, uh. And this is truly my worst nightmare. Like, being hungover and, like, (laughs) especially because it's not, like, just his mom that comes. Like, in the last episode, Ronnie's mom came and then he left the house with her. (laughs) It's not like that. Like, his mom comes. He has, like, 20 people come and then you have to meet them and eat with them and deal with them when you're hungover. Like, that's my worst nightmare. For sure. Answer questions. Well, you know, you have to eat more than you want. Because they're going to push it on you. I, I wrote, clown car, Staten Island family members piles in. <laughs> okay, I'm, I might steal that for the episode title. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, so Go for it. 
Yeah, it was pretty impressive. That food. Oh, it's just some ziti. I know. She has her whole fucking truck full of like trays and trays and trays of food. She's like, I hope it's enough. Ron's like grabbing the food. He's like, it's enough. Believe me. (laughs) Like we're all hungover. We're not going to eat anyway. Yeah, for a bunch of dudes. Bunch of hungover dudes that work out. For sure. Um, yeah, I just wrote like tons of food. Um, do you know like any families like this that that all every single do the full on setup and like? Do you know any family like Italian families or anything like this? I did. Yeah, I did for sure. I, I mean, to be honest with you, like it's not an exaggeration, and it's not like. One of my favorite shows. I love that show. I love Mindy Kaling to death, but also, oh my God, like every episode a thousand times. I finally, I finally. You're going to kill me right now, but I never finished it. I have like, I have half a season left. No, but I watched it all the way through. Like I binged it and then I don't know why, but I just never watched the last like. I have trouble Five finishing episodes. shows. And I, I have, but it's been so long since I watched it that I'm like, I would need to like go back and watch the whole thing. But I loved it. it. I thought it was so fucking funny. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah, you know, it's the best. And Danny Castellano is supposed to be from Staten Island. And he's just the fucking best. I, I can't with that actor. Um, and of course, now I can't think of his name. But he's the best. And that show's amazing. And one of the things I love about that and this and just life is that I... I um, <laughs> no, I, it really is... A culture, it's a dominant me. It was not well, I had an eating disorder, so mm-hmm. it was very challenging for me. Because if I, when I was at college, so if I like the school culture and the family culture and the culture of the students really was like absolutely that, like that's what you do. You sit down and you'd have a shitload of food around you, and that's the basis of connecting with people and families. And um, I, I definitely visited families of schoolmates and just heard because pretty much everybody that went to that school was local there were my roommate was from texas and there were a couple other people from out of state but primarily it's a tiny school wagner and most of the people there for obvious reasons are from either from staten island or new jersey or new york um or long island which is in new york but um yeah i i I absolutely know families like that it's not even a tiny stretch that's why I love The Sopranos, too, especially now, because I, I'm like, this is fucking, yep. like, how it is. And and it was crazy, too, because when we lived in Staten Island, it was such public knowledge, like, where the mob lived and, like, for real family was a mob family, like, which schools wow. they went to. That's so yes. fucking cool, was, though, because, like, like, you mentioned Sopranos, like, that's probably one of my favorite series of all time. I'm... Mm, I mean... We should do a Sopranos uh, episode. <laughs> Yes. Ah, oh, I would love to do this. Pronounce. Yep, Kyler and I are, well, he hasn't seen it, so I'm rewatching it while he watches it. Um, but it's just a fucking Such good, a phenomenal so show, the um, acting, the character, deve- like, chef kiss to that show. It's a, and that the character development and that's kind of like not to draw a parallel between the Sopranos and Jersey Shore, but I have to say as it's sort of similar in the sense that like you should hate most of the people that you're watching, mm-hmm. but you love them because you love them. You, it's not based on their behavior. And it's the same with Jersey Shore. They really found a good group and they pulled it off. Like this was no Laguna Beach. Like this, as much as I love Laguna Beach, this is just, it's different. Like you don't watch it because you love to hate all of them. You watch it because like weirdly you you feel like mm-hmm. you're involved with them yep. they're all your friends. Watching it, I felt like I could be friends with Sookie and Wow. Like for sure, for sure. Watching it, even now Absolutely. watching it, you know, as a 29-year-old woman watching them being 21, I'm like even what, like now I feel like I could still be friends with them, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're not nitwits. I mean, Sammy. Yeah, I, I did. I didn't mention like, Sammy in that one for not. a reason, because definitely not. <laughs> like, because uh, she's the. In, worst. I think it's like she's season two. Uh, Jay Wa says something about her. She's like, I used to beat girls up like that in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jay Wa. 
She's just like fearless. She reminds me a little bit of um, if you watch. Yeah, I've, watch yeah. Modern my mom Family. is like obsessed with it. Um, I've seen most of the episodes. <laughs> Sofia Vergara's character Gloria, like she's sweet, but like she doesn't give a fuck, and like she has so many storylines where like she shoots guns and like she has cocaine in the house and shit, and she's like her her history is like dealing like her her past is basically like being like a drug lord like it's not really but i mean they exaggerate it so much that she's so tough that's kind of what jaywell reminds me of it's like Vinny's mom true. brings him like his wife beater she calls them tank tops which i love <laughs> and she's like straightening out his outfits and stuff <gasps> and this is what i want to get into a little bit like my ex-boyfriend was a huge mama's boy he was six years older than me so I was like wait I was like 19 and he was 26 when we first started dating and um he lived on his own but he he almost didn't live on his own because his parents lived about an hour away from us and he would drive an hour just to drop his laundry off at his parents house so his mom could do his laundry and he would drive there to pick it up and Eh. he would drive there for meals and stuff because he didn't cook so he'd be like oh my mom cooked me a couple meals for the week you drive all the like an hour all the way to go get the food and then uh, like his family was like portuguese so like very similar traditions to like the italian like the big sunday dinners and stuff Mm -hmm. so every sunday we would go there for like, the big dinners and stuff, like, all the food, the wine and stuff. That was once a week, which I didn't mind doing, but it was the fact that you're such a fucking mama's boy that you're in your late 20s and you your mom still does your laundry. And it's not even like she lives across the street from you. You're driving an hour away just to get your laundry. Like, isn't... Do you think that's ridiculous? Right. Have you ever dated a guy like that? Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. <laughs> absolutely, I have. <laughs> I was in a really, really shitty relationship for five years in my 20s. And beyond it being abusive and crappy, he he wasn't even respectful of his mom. But he also depended on her. He lived with her. He depended on her. And he didn't need to. Um, and it wasn't until, I, you know, I got older and got, you know, into my studies and, and became a professional in, in behavior, behavioral science, that I learned the term for it and it's called learned helplessness and it's when somebody has any any person has somebody constantly prompting them or providing for them that they they literally learn that it's easier or more beneficial not to do things for themselves not because they can't but because that's their brain goes oh so-and-so will do it um and i it's very frustrating and nonsensical and i totally understand what you mean and it's true, and it, and it becomes culturally acceptable, um, this this over-prompting mechanism. It happens a lot to kids who have special needs, and we give them so much prompting and help at first that they start to depend on it when they don't need it, and that's when we really have to pull back and be like, nope, you're good, you can do this yourself. But in interpersonal relationships, if, if for instance, a mom continues to hover and over-protect and over-prompt and over-provide, that that's pretty fucking convenient you know it's like a kid that never learns to potty train because they always have a diaper yeah it's uh it's fucked up because it's like i don't under i don't understand how you (laughs) i don't know my mom like made me do my own laundry from like the time i physically could i was like probably 12 years old or even younger she's like you're old enough you know how and it's like i don't even think about it i just do it and it's like how are you getting your mom to do that for you like and it wasn't disgusting to me (laughs) and and the thing is that for the mom it's not like she's being selfless necessarily it's it's kind of it's controlling like i i still do this for you so i'm still important to you so that's how i get my happiness so you have to depend on me so it's like a really codependent thing whereas your mom and my mom sure it was probably convenient for them eventually for us to be able to do our own chores but they had to teach us to do them like that's that's work exactly for our benefit exactly because at the end of the day it's it's Um, uh yeah non-benefit that's not a word but you know what i mean to it's a disservice to um not teach them those things because one day when 
your mom or whoever is dead and gone, you're not going to know what the fuck. So they go to the um, Beachcomber Bar and... This is the bar that Snooki got punched at, but um, the guy, there's like a guy at the bar and he's just like being a goof. He's like saying stupid shit to them. He says, he says something oh, stupid right. to Polly. Yeah. He's like, where are you from? Polly's just like Rhode Island. And then he's like, then what do you know about Seaside, man? And then Polly's just like, I don't want to talk to you. And he's like, what, what, why not? And he's like, well, I can do whatever I want. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, he's just super obnoxious. Um, Sam and Ron are at the bar alone together again, and Snooki just goes up to them, and she's like, we don't like that you guys are together. That's how we all feel. We need a family meeting. Mm. And um, that's that. And then... Yeah, yeah and then Mike well. and Polly end up leaving the bar early because they're like, this bar's lame. There's nothing going on. We're going to go home and try to like find some girls. Ron and Sam are still at the bar. I think they're, like, the last ones to leave the bar. But they're leaving, and the dude... I just wrote his name in my notes as Douchebag Guy, because we don't really get a name. He's just, like, the douchebag oh, bald yeah. guy. He doesn't have so a name. So him and his girlfriend... I call <laughs> the him instigation. the instigator. That's what I call him um, in my notes. His girlfriend with her blurred face, because she didn't sign the release form. <laughs> they I love that. Just like, yeah, they're like following them. And then uh, the guy's like, So, where are you from? Manhattan, Brooklyn? And then they're like not answering them at first. They're just walking away. But then the guy. And he goes, Go back to Staten Island. Yeah, he just just keeps going and going and going at them. And they're just like. But, but wait, Sammy wait, 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 Bef- before, really... there's a, something really funny okay, and stupid that Sammy does here. The guy goes, um, Sammy goes, ha, 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 ha. And then the guy goes, what? And she goes, you heard me. I don't repeat myself twice. And then the guy goes, what? And she goes, I said, at, you heard me. I don't repeat myself twice. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was really Good funny. Catch. Yeah, she's so she's so pious but stupid. Ugh. Like she's so dumb. I just can't stand her. But anyway, yeah, she's absolutely poking at the guy and and provoking him. And Ronnie is saying to her reasonably, "Yeah, stop, he's like, stop, stop you're talking, making it which worse." Which is true because you are because the guy wants feedback. So the only way to not please him and to not make it worse is to not give him feedback. And Ronnie was right. And then he he like lightly pushes her out of the way. But of course, that's like the worst thing he could ever do. He go, well, the guy's Sam like goes, at them. stop. He's like 30 years old. And this is like triggering to me as a 29 year old because like, um, I mentioned this in the last episode when they're at that like F Cove place. They're like saying, oh my God, that guy's like 32 years yeah. old. And I just think it's funny that when you're like 21, you think 30 is like the oldest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So old. I know. When we're 40, when I'm 40, I'm going to be like, what do you mean you're you're 40? That 40's young. I know. I'm 32 now, and I'm just like, uh, I don't care. <laughs> Most people think I'm in college anyway. Literally, though, like, 30's still so fucking young, but when you're 21, you're like, anything above, like, 24 is, like, old to you. You know what I mean? I mean, you're basically, like, you're still on the high school side of things. You're like, college, or even if you don't go to college, you're just, like, celebrating that you're done with high school. It's, you can't really picture being 30, because being 30 means, like in, a, in my head, oh, being 30 means like, like a real adult. having children. Because that's, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any of that, but it's, yeah, I, I, so basically, yeah, the they end up fighting as as we would imagine, right? Sam's like, Come what? On, it, like yelling at the girl all of a sudden, like she turns it from the guy to the girl, and I think that's where yeah. Ronnie got really mad at her because she's like, "What is that? A sundress? My grandma has that sundress," or like she says something like that. Yeah. Yes, she's being uh, yeah. an antagonist. She's she's not. Yeah, because she's antagonizing them. She's not. Yeah, trying to, and then to fix Ron's anything. like stop and like you said he like pushes her but not that hard he's just like he's pushing her out of the he way could've... he's not like he's he looks like, like a strong guy like if he wanted to he could have fucking p- 
pushed her over. He was just kind of like, he pushed her in the way, like, get off of me. Don't, don't talk to me. Like, you're fucking, you're being like a pest, a literal pest right now. The the douchebag guy yells, domestic violence right there. And then Ronnie's like, walk away, bro, walk away. It's really... Yeah. Well, at that point, Ronnie's, like, super fucking mad, right? Because he's, like, I think he's, like, mad at Sam and mad, like, I think everything just kind of. The everything. Then the douchebag guys, come at me. And then we get the iconic, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. (laughs) I know. I know. It's great. Um, and then the guy's girlfriend tries to stop but, the fight. But was she happen. really trying to stop she it? Because, well, okay, yeah, she was trying to stop it. But at the same time, she was swinging at Ron. She was, like, swinging, like, her nails. Yeah, she was trying to protect him, I guess, is about Because she knew he it. was going to get his ass kicked. But not. Yeah, look at Ronnie. <laughs> the Tasmanian devil. He's just, like small and like, seriously like yeah i would be like yeah. if i was with her and I, like i don't know if he was my boyfriend and he tried fighting ron i'd be and then i'd be like yo like you're gonna fucking i'd be like calling calling the ambulance <laughs> well and the thing too is as soon as they start fighting then sammy's like oh yay they're fighting this is what i wanted yeah oh no yeah. don't fight and it's like she wants I, Ron I, to I'm fight sorry. over, like, I, for sure. I hate her so much. Yeah, I said, go fuck yourself, Sam. Well, you but before this. that, though, I just wrote with the girl with the sundress, like, I get it that you don't want your boyfriend to get his ass kicked. But at the same time, as a woman, like, the worst possible thing you can do is get in the middle of two men fighting. That's like, yeah, I mean, as, I as an, in, like, as... Like, for your instinct, if that's your boyfriend or something, you obviously don't want them to get into a fight for a million reasons, and you try to stop it. But if a, if it's set in a man's head that he's fighting someone, it's going to happen, and yeah. you getting in the middle is just going to get yourself well, it's hurt. Like the, so. the, yeah. Right, and it's not even, I, I, you know, for me, where my mind goes is I have to get, because I worked with people with special needs, and a lot of times aggression is a thing, and you're right, like, if somebody's intention is set, it's actually pretty egotistical to think that you can get in the way and help. And it mm-hmm. usually, it always makes it worse. Um, and so I get, tra- like, there's training, it's called safety care, that we have to do in order to learn how to deal with those situations in a way that will keep the person safe, us safe, whoever they're fighting safe, without adding any havoc or harm and you're right what these women are doing whether whether intentionally or not is adding so much more harm and mm-hmm. putting themselves in danger and then i wrote that um sammy she's in there at some point she's <laughs> trying to pull the other guy off by pulling on his belt and my boyfriend was <laughs> kyler he goes what what is she but but the other girl's doing the same thing (laughs) to ronnie the other girl's trying to pull ronnie and sammy's trying to pull the douchebag guy and you can actually hear ron call for sam at one point when the girl's kind of going he's like sam sam i think he wanted her to come and (laughs) and meanwhile i just want to say that mike is it mike and Polly D are at the yep. house calling, ra- literally calling random numbers just to see yeah, if exactly. there's pussy on the other end. They have like, no Jesus. fucking clue. Yeah, so. And then they get a call. Ron's fighting this guy, and it's, this is probably, just off the top of my head, the most aggressive fight I think that's ever shown on Jersey Shore ronnie it's pretty wild I, yeah like, they're on the concrete. when this this show was definitely like uh i don't know the word for it groundbreaking i guess because we saw we saw a girl get punched in the face yes. on tv and then we saw a fight like this which was never really shown like ronnie's feeding this guy shots to his head like Ronnie's beating the shit out of this guy, and you can hear it, you can see it. Ronnie fights like an MMA fighter. Like, 
Yeah, well, he's built like one, that's for sure. And I almost, I mean, I gotta wonder, I, I feel well, like he yeah. steroids. Ronnie, Ronnie equals, like, like steroids and cocaine. <laughs> like, a thousand percent. <laughs> a thousand he percent, is a Ronnie is steroids and cocaine. <laughs> oh, that's like his yeah. perfume scent. For sure. Steroids and cocaine. Yeah, so, like you said, Polly and uh, Mike are calling girls, and then... Uh, Mike answers the phone and she's like, Ronnie just got into a bad fight at the boardwalk. And then Polly just puts on his shoes and they just, you know, they run out. And then they're running around the boardwalk trying to find them. And then another scene where the fourth wall is kind of broken because a security guard breaks up the fight in the end. I think it's one of the same security from the fight previously. Because his face is blurred and he's just wearing like a black t-shirt. Like it's not, it's not a cop or anything. It's either like security on the boardwalk or like MTV security. But either way. Yeah. I feel like it's MTV just because it's late and dark. um, And they're, the boardwalk security probably doesn't have the right to like, yeah. put hands yeah, on yeah. people. I don't know. The, I, at that point, yeah, the guy, who knows? I'm assuming um, the douchebag guy was probably starting to get like knocked out. And then they were just like, we don't want a lawsuit <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah, we would rather not anyone die <laughs> or have a concussion. Yeah, and the thing about this that uh, surprised me is after it's all done, uh, Sammy is really, really manipulating Ronnie. Like, right yeah. off the bat. You pushed me, and this was the worst thing, and da 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 And he's apologizing to her. No, no, no. Well, like, at first he gets mad at her okay, because... Okay, so you both... Abuse. After the security goes to break it up... He does, And then yeah. they stand up or whatever. She goes to grab his hand, and then he goes, don't, don't talk, talk to, to me. me. Started yeah. this. And then she goes, there's no need for that. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's and when she manipulates blah, him because blah, blah. she's like, I'll just then, get mad at him for pushing me. Because he didn't want to hold my hand. Yeah. Oh, what did that guy say? Domestic violence? Oh, I think he pushed me. Right. I'm going to make that a thing. He pushed me. Like, ugh. Anyways, that's basically the, yeah. the end, right? Well, Paul, yeah. Paul and Mike meet up with them. They go back to the house. Uh, Ronnie, like, flips the fucking table that's outside. He, like, literally flips it with one hand. He has, yes. like, his ice pack on one eye, flips the table with the other hand. Like, pretty impressive, not gonna lie. I have an anecdote about 